What's New in Pop Culture. I'm your host, Quinn Dick, and it is the second annual cartoon tournament. Uh, this is one of the matches of the final four, or the first four, not the final four. Uh, the first four, uh, we have OKKO okay, Let's Be Heroes versus Harvey Beaks. And joining me today to discuss this match is Mr. Peyton Miller. How are you doing today? I am doing well. How about yourself? Fine, sir. Pretty good. It feels good to be back uh, in this this tournament. Uh, I'm. Uh, it's gonna. This is gonna be a lot of fun. I'm excited. We're finally gonna get to talk about OKKO. We've been yes. talking about talking about it for so long now. Yes. So it's gonna be fun to finally just talk about all that. Oh man, I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. You can find this podcast on all your favorite podcast services. Uh, you can follow me at Quinn underscore Dick on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, with all that out of the way, let's start off with talking about OKKO. Let's be heroes. So it premiered August 1st, 2017 and ended September 6, 2019. It ran for three seasons. It was created by Ian Jones Cordley. Uh, starring uh, S- Stephanie Nadoli, Ashley Birch, Ian Jones Corley, David Herman, uh, Jim Cum- uh, Cummings, and many more. Before the series was picked up at Cartoon Network, uh, they wanted the series to have a mobile game and a few mini episodes that were developed by other animation studios such as Rubber House, Science Saru, uh, Yoda, and more. And it originally was called Lakewood Turbo. Uh, plaza before being changed courtly uh took influence from his childhood when he tagged along to his mother's job and growing up and working at the shopping plaza in his hometown but let's let's get into the positives okay ko let's be heroes for for stars i think the, the positives for for me are i love the it makes me laugh so many times not just in its comedic writing but i think the storyboard ours with uh, the art, different art styles make me laugh quite a bit it reminds it's i think it's as creative with its uh art style a lot of the time as gumball is um and when i when i mean that i mean like it's definitely not like they're not like so many different that was like 3d animation all that for gumball but i mean like they have a bunch of very exaggerated facial expressions and there's a there's a lot of references to pop culture things like cowboy bebop and other anime and sonic and um other various properties that are added into this that aren't there just for the sake of you know just references 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 but it adds some story to it as well like um one of the most iconic you know, or one of the biggest story elements to the series is that is when um, uh, Carol and Mr. Gar, their story with uh, one of their first, one of their first like big missions, like major uh, laser, uh, when he gets supposedly killed, uh, that's in the Sandwich Falls. That was a callback to the first episode of Cowboy Bebop. So. There's stuff like that that's like I, I I find 
really creative how they're able to tackle like these very uh these references but have it told this uh actually a little bit of a dark story so i I think it's got a good story to it uh for the most part i think seasons i'll I'll talk about the negatives then but uh, yeah i think it's very funny i think it's got a great cast of characters um I think the main trio, KO, uh, Rad, uh, Radicles, and Enid, are <laughs> all have a great chemistry to, together, as well as like Mister Gar being kind of like their their, men, their their mentor figure and various other side characters that have such a personality to them, and they really develop those side characters quite a, quite a bit. Uh, which which I always I always love a show developing. Uh, ex- having a vast majority of characters like I, 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 I always like those kind of episodic stories like that but having a little bit of a story as well um, yeah those are the strongest things for here it also has like some really dope action scenes uh, I think when you know when they, they're putting the I mean I, it definitely never looks like cheap but you know when like the budget is incredible action scenes um i love the soundtrack being like a disco themed um i I like that and other various influences depending on the character um soundtrack's pretty pretty dope um but Peyton, tell me the the positives for for you of okko what 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 tell me your journey with this show what do you love about it (laughs) So I love this show so much I binge watched it in two weeks, which is a new record for me. <laughs> also hope that I had COVID. But uh, <laughs> uh, no, honestly, dude, I love this show to death. And it has like everything you mentioned just makes it ha- as great as it as it is. The characters, I don't think I dislike any character, or if I dislike a character, you kind of meant to. Um, like they're all just really fun especially the main three like they have a lot like a surprising amount of depth for like the kids show that got shown during the day on cartoon network yeah. like which blew my mind because i actually really like enid and have seen how her relationship with various characters progresses ko like you know he's not just the annoying you know main character kid he's actually like a fun character and radically they do. They have a couple episodes with him that give him just a ton of really awesome depth. Uh, especially that the one episode where they go into like fighting stereotypes. Like that was a really heartfelt, cool episode. I thought. Um, obviously, the side characters are all great, and the bad guys too, yes. which was probably my favorite part of this show. Were the were the bad guys because it's so easy to just like. For have throwaway bad guys like you know, I mean, I, I can't really think of any bad guys that I loved in recent times that didn't have like some established story like you know the Separatists and, and Clone Wars or that weren't from the eighties like Megatron, Skeletor, Cobra Commander, you know all those guys. But the bad guys in OK Hale always stick out, especially Daryl. He's, he's my favorite. <laughs> and uh, the stories, too. Like, it's it's nice because you can watch most of this show and not have to watch the previous episodes. But there is enough 
going on to tell like a story that rewards you for watching the whole thing. Now, in the later seasons, yeah, it gets a little bit more into that. But I really appreciate the balance they had with being something I could just turn on, watch an episode, laugh my butt off, and have a blast with, and then binge watch a couple episodes and be like, oh my god, I, I just did reference this from the last story, oh my god, like, it was a great balance, which I feel like a lot of shows don't get a lot of days, like, now you either kind of have one or the other, but okay, K was one of those rare ones that had a good balance, and like you said, the pop culture references are great, they're, uh, they don't take away from the show or the world, they're just there enough that's like, okay, if you get it, you get it, and it's like a like a little nudge, nudge, wink, wink, hint, hint, like, haha, we get it. And uh, but if you don't get it, it doesn't affect the show and like make it awkward. Um, yeah, honest to God, the show is just great. Uh, I don't want to go off too much on a tangent, so I'll I'll let you take back over. <laughs> Definitely. Um, we'll we'll just we'll discuss a. Uh... Let's get into it now. Like, what are the, what do we think are the negatives of this show? Because for me, I would say the negatives are the story elements to it. Where I think, if specifically in season two, there's the 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 storyline that I, I know Peyton and I like quite a bit, where Daryl becomes the daddy. Sure, <laughs> um, Daryl, and there's that story. It just gets thrown. It just ends very quickly uh, with no resolution to Daryl's character uh, and just Boxman takes over. There's there's stories like that that happen that I think for for one, like in season three, I think it's because they had they knew they were getting like that was going to be their last season. So they had to rush so much they built up. I think that was a, uh, a, a thing. I don't know. I, I just think there was when it comes to like season two season two for me is the weakest part where i think season three is probably the best because it really picks back up season three and i love season one as well not that season two is like awful or anything i think there are some highlights in season two um but i but i I will say it, it does go against uh for me a little bit with certain uh story elements i would say that's something i think some of the messages aren't great uh i remember uh, there was like one where out of like there was one episode i don't really remember loving where there uh it was when like radicles went to go see his parents and then they talked about how oh you you know, like you're. I wasn't really sure what they they were trying to say. It was like, oh well, feelings will happen over time, or there there's some messages like that that I, I don't think come across super well. Um, so those would be the the biggest negatives for me. But that being said, like that the, those are few and far between out of the. You know, a lot of the highlight episodes. Like, I, I think there are positive messages as well of, you know, teamwork and, you know, fighting against um, definitely stereotypes and, you know, like, 
coming out and you know finding your own identity and I, I think also you know not have definitely like one of the earliest episodes is ko discussing not having a, a father in his life um and there, there's in staying like true to himself like when he gets uh the the nega ko like evil ko tko right? <laughs> um so there's aspects of, of that of staying true to who you want to be you know gaining confidence and that that are a little similar but not in a superhero way to uh harvey harvey beaks but um yeah so i I would say the the negatives are just like some certain story story uh plot points and just being resolved very quickly and uh some messages in certain episodes other than that i think this is a solid um series I don't. I didn't know if you had any negatives, Peyton. Otherwise, I, I would move on, on to these uh, characters and whatnot. <laughs> um, honestly, I did have a couple negatives. Uh, they they are pretty much the same as you. Like some storylines getting introduced and like kind of going nowhere or ending mm-hmm. really quickly, which is somewhat forgivable because you know they had the rep show up and all that. Right. Um, but the the biggest negatives for me were the preachy episodes. Yeah. Um, there were two, and, you know, I don't want to go too deep into them because I just straight up hate these episodes with a passion. Um, one one kind of, to, to, to sum it up, one is a really bad, you know, guns are bad, ban them, which, you know, regardless of what you think about the subject, it's a complex issue. It does not belong in a children's show in the way that they did it. It's been done before. In much better mature ways. Yeah. Um, Gargoyles, especially, I think was the best one I've seen so far. But yeah, okay, Ko was really bad with that. Um, hi, so if you go watch the show, skip the skeleton remote episode. Just skip it. It's literally all a dream and means nothing to the story. Um, and then the other one was the uh, Dendi gets a pal card, and that one is a little bit too much to explain. Um, it it tries to be a, a racism is bad, which no shit, it's bad. But the way they go about it kind of actively hurts the world that they're trying to create just so they can make a quick point. When and, and thankfully later in the series, they tackle the similar issue with the stereotypes, but they do it in a much more loving way. So I kind of recommend skipping that one too, unless you absolutely need more Dendi. <laughs> Um, but other than that, like the preachy episodes, terrible, god awful. Other than that, I really love the show. Um, uh, you know, a lot of the flaws are forgivable, and you kind of have to understand they were getting canceled. They had one more season, so a lot of that stuff is forgivable. Yeah, I would agree. Um, they do have um, some really good good episodes like i said like let, let's talk about those uh, some of our favorite yeah. episodes actually let's just get into it <laughs> one of my favorite episodes is definitely when Enid, when they kind of have the analogy of you know her coming out to her friends as a ninja she's not a vampire witch anymore um that in that being a subtle way of her coming out because that's a big part of her character is um, being 
um, part of the LGBTQ community, her having uh, those those feelings. Um, and I, I really liked how they tackled that storyline. And uh, another episode I loved it, when it read action, there's a couple episodes with Red, not only the, the development of Enid and Red Action's relationship, but also the episode of just Red Action um, really being introduced. Because she was introduced as like this edgy in the first season, but then <laughs> we, which is one of the highlights of two, is she has her own like Power Ranger kind of like um, group in the far future. Um, and they uh, fight in an apocalypse and I really love that episode getting to know her character more so like you know building up relationship between Enid and um, Red Action uh, to eventually becoming a couple uh, another episode I love I love is, I forget the the titles are I, I apologize yeah. but there's just one episode that's really good where Enid and Rad I forget the episode but there was an episode where Enid and Rad um, just go on a drive and the two are you know on a mission they talk about how they haven't been very close in a while and that was in like season 3 um, I like that episode because she discusses how she doesn't have a lot of you know, her life together and Rad doesn't either. And I think them, you know, just not being just a comedic episode and being deep for a minute, I, I did enjoy that. Because character development to me, I, I, I'll i talk about this a lot, is it's it, character development to me means a lot more than a story. I will probably ultimately always choose better characters over a better lore and story. Because um, I, I think one of the things that you know I, I was just inspired to looked up to and I, I think you know we need these you know fictional characters to inspire us or to, to not to just tell us how it is sometimes you know so yeah. some of those would be my favorite uh, episodes that are just really goofy uh, the furry episode is one of my favorites I love that episode <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot about that somehow. Oh one of the best. God. I love that episode. It's so fu- it's so funny. Uh and then the fact that they they just are now f- furries in disguise uh just in the rest of the show. I love <laughs> That was hilarious. Like I I always love it when a show has permanent consequences like that. We don't get that a lot, but just like the fact that they referenced it later was just like, if you if blinking, you miss it, but it's just a really fun, like, oh, hey, wait, you know, great quick joke moment that actually has a little bit of meaning to it, I guess. But, and, oh, my God, it was great. <laughs> yeah, I would I would agree. Uh, then we'll, we'll talk about the crossover episodes. Then. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I loved uh, other episodes I really liked is just the... The episode that introduces Raymond is a really funny episode because uh, he's just such a funny character. Um, I, I love the just speaking of some more goofy episodes, like the episode where it's a musical episode and Rad and 
uh, Shannon just fall in love for whatever reason. Uh, that was funny. Um, I like the episodes with the villain specifically, like Lord Boxman and um, Professor Poison. Uh, or they're venomous. I, I like that they're. Uh, they had a couple episodes that it was fun to see the villains have their own episodes as well. Um, another episode I really like. I mean, the TKO episodes for sure. Uh, the final episode was incredible. Oh. Uh, so good. Um, but I'll, I'll, let, I'll let Peyton say a couple a couple episodes. So <laughs> steal a bunch. What were some of your favorites? Oh, man. I, the furry episode was just freaking hysterical. I really love the one that was uh, promoting teamwork where they have uh, Nick Army and... Um, yeah. Who's the other... Who's, who's his partner? I completely forget. The, oh. He's like the Dragon Ball knockoff. Um, long, story for, long story short for our viewers, uh, <laughs> or listeners, I guess. Um, it, it, Nick Army is like, solve problems with violence. You know, very like G.I. Joe, like macho Arnold Schwarzenegger joke character. And his partner, in more ways than one, which was hilarious, um, <laughs> you know, he's very much like, violence is not the answer. Solve it with, you know, pacifism. And, okay, and K.O. is like, has to help them figure out how to uh, work together, even though those guys are supposed to be teaching K.O., Hands down, I think that's my favorite episode. But, um, yeah, and then <laughs> the end episode was great. Just because it was, not only was it like a great end to this awesome series, but it just kind of hit deep, which was really surprising. Because I remember, like, not a lot of cartoons hit me as deep as that ending did. So, in like a good way. So, I loved that. And then my other the, favorite episode... Oh, the, char- the character where you're talking about, his name is just Joff. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, Joff and Nick Army, best couple yeah. in the whole uh, show. But <laughs> Absolutely. I just absolutely love the end where they, they just throw it in real quick that they get married. Like, it's just another one of those blinking you miss it kind of things. It was so funny. Um... Oh, it was the other episode I really enjoyed. Um, the one where I believe it was Raymond and Rad. They went. They it was kind of like a spotlight episode for both of them, where they were like in a fight because they're kind of like you know, it's like the matchups kind of like Daryl and Ko being the weaker ones, Enid and Shannon being mm. the girls, but also pretty powerful, and then Raymond and Rad being like the the jocks. And they had an episode together where they just kind of fought, but they and they like developed some respect for each other. So it was almost like a like a nice rivalry instead of like you know enemies. And uh, I really enjoyed that one because Raymond's great, Brad's great. So <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, and uh, I also have a soft spot for the Captain Planet episode because yeah. not only was it really funny and shit on Captain Planet, but it also was a good episode that did some cool things with Captain Planet. Like, you know, it, it was more than, like, they, they both make fun of him, but also don't treat him as much as a joke. Uh, there's, 
when he gets introduced, they they not only have you know Captain Planet, but he does a JoJo pose, which is just phenomenal. I didn't even catch that. Oh my god, that's even better. <laughs> Let's talk about these crossovers. So yes, we obviously yes, have the yes. Captain Planet episode, which was honestly just a good episode because you know they have this like really deep message about like. Hey, you know, this show came out 30 years ago, but, you know, we're still polluting the oceans. And, like, they did style of Captain Planet at the end and had it in, like, a message. Um, kind of that a lot of 80s cartoons had some messages at the end. And I, I thought that was, that was pretty cool. And what we could do to change. And where well, I'm like, ooh, that made me think for a minute. <laughs> That one definitely, I needed to pause for a minute and be like, ooh. Yeah, like, Shoot, I, I, forgot, I, forgot, I forgot we still have this. Yeah, it was really cool, because, like, you, like, I know a lot of the things that try to, you know, shine a spotlight on global warming, you know, sometimes they, they tend to come across as preachy, or they don't get into the issue as much as they should. This one was really weird, because it's like, oh, shit, you know, it catches you off guard, and it's like, oh, okay, you're putting it in a way that, like, a child watching this could understand but you know the adults watching this like oh shit yeah this is a really important issue that we need to overcome like it was really cool i really enjoyed that how they got that message across yeah there's the crossover with sonic which (laughs) what i I really loved about this episode is uh for one you didn't you didn't need to know who's wasn't still be just a really good episode um, of K.O. kind of learning from another like hero, but it was also just a, a love letter to Sonic that not even Sega did does that well a lot of the time that I've noticed from the Sonic community. Um, well, they're eating now with the movie and whatnot, but, but like before this, I don't remember them eating very much that community. So it was cool to see like in that style bringing a lot of cast members back Jim Cummings you know being uh, and Lord Baxman just being a parody of Dr. Robotic is funny and uh, having like a lot of references to the 90s cartoon to the games so just being a love letter to uh, Sonic uh, I think that that episode is great I'm not even really that big of a Sonic fan I'm just I'm like yeah he's he's all right and then, of course, there's the the Project Nexus episode where just wow. Kyo teams up with all of Cartoon Network, and that episode hold. Uh, uh, I lost the word, but it holds a special place in my heart, is what I was trying to say. Um, not only does it have great references to Symbiotic Titan and Craig of the Creek and just the Cartoon Network world, like CNN City. And the even the little like uh, white um, bobblehead like chibi, not bobblehead, but uh, like I don't even know what they would be co- called. Uh, but during the era when they had those like blank face uh, face characters, and they would have uh, them change colors and have characters' faces on on them, those characters and having. Oh, yeah, okay, I remember what it is. Sadly, I, I don't know what they're called either, but I know yeah. what <laughs> whatever whatever they were called. And, <laughs> and KO team up with Ben 10, and 
um, Raven from uh, Teen Titans Go, you know, joke to that with you know Teen Titans Go and Teen Titans, and also Garnet. I, I, lo- I love that, and also I love that he, the final punch was him turning to Finns, which you know was kind of a love letter to. Uh, I, I or I felt like an importance to be like, yeah, Finn did bring in a new, yeah. Cartoon Network and saved a lot of it, so I, I liked a lot of those messages in the that crossover episode, not being just yeah. references but important to the the world. Um, I, I personally love it. There's even Secret Mountain Fort Awesome character in it. Yeah, Secret Mountain Fort Awesome. No, I love that crossover episode, man. That's one of the best crossovers that comes to mind like even even taking into account like you know comics and video games and stuff i still rank that as very high on my list um just for like it had a good story it had like an actually good plot it wasn't just like a hey what if we just get all these characters together for no reason it's it's actually really cool and it's one of those episodes you can just pause and find a little reference here and there i remember i saw generator rex in there like I didn't think anybody remembered that show, so that was that was really fun seeing that stuff. And Secret Map was awesome. We remember General Rex. It's on the tournament. Oh, awesome! Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and those were all the crossover episodes. And then, like some of the big arcs, or like probably one of my favorite arcs is when Edid goes to uh, Hero Academy, and they have that like that five part arc or four part I, I thought that was a good story arc um of having like you know harry potter references but also just being like a just a, a cool mark of her building up a previous friendship she had one solving a mystery uh with a, a hero she looked up to like i really did enjoy that arc and her finally becoming you know trying to be the hero she wanted to be. I, I, I did like that arc quite a bit. And then all, obviously the big final arc. Oh, yeah. The big tournament of that being a joke of it in itself and having all the characters we've seen throughout the series fighting each other and then like having Enid and Rad have their own um, TKO versions of themselves. Uh Oh yeah, that was powerful cool. enough, and having that like big arc and revealing just having the joke of revealing Doctor Venomous's Ko's uh, son, <laughs> Ko's father, and just how just nonchalantly Carol uh, uh, gives him the news. Just oh, I loved all that stuff, oh, and man. they did something different with it, where they didn't at first just have the oh you're an evil evil dad how could you dad but he actually wants to convince him to join the the lighter side and he's learning what is what uh dr venomous is passionate about and what also what uh dr venomous uh what ko is passionate about and what like learning from each other but still like they're ready to fight each other when uh, the moment's noticed that, but let's let's talk about each individual yeah. character. Then we need to get to Harvey Beak. So we we touched on the main three like a little bit. We you know touched on Ko being just the best boy, just being a good boy. Uh, he is the best boy. 
but also just figuring out what kind of hero he wants to be learning a lot of lessons like learning to grow up learning to um speak up a lot more and you know learning to just be a positive hero too that inspires so many other characters um radically's of being true to himself uh there's a lot of times he's had friends that are just not in support of him and uh, he breaks that by his affection and you know it's with cats but there's there's a deeper meaning behind that and also his him trying to not him being like vulnerable even though he is this big strong guy beating that like uh stereotype and being more than that he he is he does have a softer side to him and he, he is my personal favorite character uh her you know arc as a set of not only finding her own identity finding what kind of hero she wants to be as a person um her family aspect, her relationship with Red, um, and just being just cool, uh, just being a cool uh, person overall, and being and and her and Rad being inspired by Ko in different ways, and them inspiring each other. And then we have Mr. Gar. Yes, I love Mr. Gar, who is a character. Uh, him finding his confidence to be with. Oh, and they finally end up together and Carol like forgiving learning to forgive him um, and having to deal with like KO you know TKO and a, diff- a lot of other different aspects of her trying to figure out not being a hero anymore and Mr. Gar being a mentor to to everyone some great stuff also just Mr. Gar is just, just very funny uh, and it I love that moment where KO comes down in the finale, uh, like Mr. Gar did, and has like a <laughs> the similar like move to destroy these robots and the the new generation being inspired by him being the hero he wanted to be. I love that. Yeah, that was have, such a great ending. Then we have the villains, like I said, you know, Lord Ven- uh, Lord Venom is just kind of being an antagonistic. He's built up in the story throughout pretty much the entire series, being also like you know Ko's dad. He ended up being a good, a good uh, villain that got to you know live his life and had a bit of somewhat of a redemption arc, as well as Lord Boxman just being just the best, like one of my favorite like villains of just like the villain that's just not very good at being a villain. Uh, I. I, I that and him having to he just doesn't care about his robot children and each robot children you know shannon being like really funny like she it just has this sibling rivalry with daryl want to just be accepted by their their father and also like raymond just being not only just uh an anime trip but also a sports anime trope at love He's just a blessing. I love him. And then we, of course, have Jethro. (laughs) Yes! Yes, Jethro! All hail Jethro! Just says, I am Jethro. What a a beloved character. And that that was a great 
too of KO just uh, being inspired by him. He can really him of being not so strong uh, while the other siblings and Rad and Eden are the, the stronger ones. They're less appreciated. It was a good episode. Yeah, uh, I agree. And then we have other characters like we just, you know, we talked about Nick Army and Joff. There's also, uh, oh, what's the skeleton and bear's name? I forget their names. Oh, frick, yeah, like the best bros. Um, real magic skeleton. That's, uh, <laughs> yes, a, a real magic skeleton. Yes. I, what a, what a lad. I still can't remember the, the, the bear's name. I remember it was something quick and easy like Brad or something like that. I think it was. Brandon, I think it was. Yeah, Brandon. Just a simple name, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> his, his shirts were always funny because they uh, said what uh, emotion he's feeling or whatnot. And I did like their episodes together. Uh, they, they were a, a, a funny dynamic and then we just had other characters like a beardo beardo was a funny character uh just being a burrito salesman uh red action like i said is being like just a cool character but also like uh enid's eventual you know love interests uh we had freaking joe cuppa a, Joe Coppa! I completely forgot about Joe Coppa. What a legend. Never forget about Joe Coppa. Just being... Just just a just coffee legend uh, of just coffee jokes. But also learning to be his own hero. He's a funny character. Um, there's obviously uh, Dendi, who... I like I liked Dendi being KO's friend. And, you know, she's... A techno geek, but also is trying to be be a, a hero of herself. She's a big fan of the the card, which I always love the the card. I love the that being in the lore of the cards to tell you like how good of a hero you are, and you can level up from that. I always seeing that, and also the the unique fit, unique uh, elements of the show, like the the lightning nachos, and you can, you can get different weapons and stuff from the convenience store. I thought that was always really cool. And also Dynamite Watkins, she was always a character I love quite a bit. Just being this action news anchor, and even her <laughs> having her own episode where she gets fired and she has to find the mystery. Uh, she was a character I, I liked quite a bit. Um, yeah, there was a lot. Of, any other characters that stand out to you? Uh, yes, so many good ones. There, there is one that I would like to mention, and that is the president of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> just like oh i don't even know where to begin to describe him it's like I, I remember he's like half like basketball star half like he has orange skin and like a mullet or something like that he looks like a like a, a somebody from like the disco era so like somebody out of the 70s yes oh which my god like a big which is like a big theme of okko that being like the kind of period so it makes sense why the Master, I mean, in the beginning intro, it's a disco ball, so it would make sense why he would be a, a relic of the kind of that that era a bit. But just the, 
<laughs> the president of the universe. What a, what a what a phenomenal concept. Oh my god. Him being in the last episode of giving everyone what they wanted, their own dream worlds. Uh what a character. Oh man, so good. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, lo- loved a lot of the uh the various characters in the sh- the show. And a lot of, a lot of episodes that if this if this wins, I'll talk about more of those those episodes. But we we've been talking quite a bit about OKKO and not too much Harvey yeah. Beaks. So now we're gonna move forward to Harvey Beaks, uh, which premiered March 29th, two thousand fifteen, and ended December 29th, two thousand seventeen, and only ran for two seasons. Unfortunately, uh, it's created by uh, C H Greenblatt, uh, who also created Chowder. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You know, now that you mention it, the art style does seem somewhat similar. And I was trying to figure that out while I was watching the little bit I did of mm-hmm. it. Now I know. Now you know. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it stars uh, Max Charles and uh, Angelina uh, Waller, Thomas, and Thomas Robinson, and many more. Greenblatt wanted to make a series all about childhood. He de- developed the basic concept back in 2009 when Chatter was wrapping up. So that was that's a long time. Yeah, uh, hot shows. The original title of the series was originally Bad Seeds, but it got copyright, uh, had copyright issues because there was a band named Bad Seeds. So happened. He, he defines personal growth as your decisions can affect others around you, so act accordingly. Which is a big theme of the the series. Um, so the positives um, for me, the big positive is the me- the messages and the the themes. I think you know Harvey like having to grow to get out of his comfort zone a lot. You know, being more courageous, being more daring, um, trying new things. Um, also, like just trying to be the best person he can be, um, and. You know, other themes, you know, friendship being important and, you know, being inclusive uh, with others just because they like something different than you doesn't mean, you know, you doesn't mean they can't still, you know, be your friend. Um, other themes like like death was a theme in, uh, in an ep- uh, some episodes and like moving, moving on and I've really love the the big themes of this this series um especially for nick as well where at this time i i could see it maybe not doing so well is because like at the time i i remember them doing just a lot of goofy stuff so maybe that's a big reason i don't know i i just love the messages of the series i love all the care the main trio um also just the side characters as well like you could definitely tell um that C.H. Greenblack's the characters being really funny and having such a personality to them. Uh, the supporting cast and side characters. Uh, I love the art style. I think the art style is like, gorgeous. I love the music. Um, and I, it is really funny, too. Like It does have uh, uh, really funny comedic elements that reminded me of uh, chatter in a way without like the fourth wall breaking and, and whatnot. <laughs> um, those are the big, the big like positives for me. Payne, what, what, what do you like about this show? What are the positives for you? 
Um, so I didn't watch the entire show just because I didn't have time to see all of it. Uh, I kind of skipped around because I wanted to get a vibe because, um, well, it was going against one of my favorite shows, so I wanted to give it a fair shot. Um, I did like a lot of the characters. I think that was the strongest point for me is I did not like a lot of the main characters. I love the brother and sister. Uh, it reminded me of me and my sister a lot with just like they'll beat the shit out of each other, but you know, they're still best of friends. Um, I absolutely love that. Uh, Claire made me laugh. She's a little fox girl, right? I, I'm not getting the names mixed up, right? Yeah, Claire's the fox okay. girl. Okay, cool. Yeah, she was funny with like being too nervous to talk to the brother. <laughs> that was really funny. Um, that made me laugh a few times. And then uh, I think my favorite is the... Uh, I cannot remember their names. Um, who, who's the rabbit kid? The oh, oh uh, Day, I believe his name was. Um, uh, Dady. Or, oh, Dady. <laughs> I think it was Dade. Yeah. Uh, C.H. Greenblatt voiced that character. So that, was, <laughs> that was funny. That's... Uh, yeah, I, I like Dade. Dade. Dade's a good character. He's... He's, he's trying to, you know, keep Harvey all to himself. Uh, but he, he learns to grow with uh, accepting Fee and Foo uh, in his life. And, yeah, I, I, I <laughs> think he was funny because uh, he was uh, – when he always would go on a rant, I always, like, laughed a lot. <laughs> it was funny. I loved the episode where they were talking um, – uh, Harvey's about to have – the baby sister and he's mm. like <laughs> he's like you get no new love from your parents or whatever it. it just made it seem like this horror story and like Harvey just books it and he's like but you know I value our friendship turns around just gone like oh my god yeah. it was such a good you could totally see it coming but it still made me laugh That's... really much <laughs> so that was great <laughs> Oh man, I love that. And we'll we'll, we'll get into the, more of the characters then. But yeah, uh, negatives. Uh, I was trying to think of some just to be fair to both, but I don't really have too many negatives. They're just uh, the only negatives I could probably give is maybe there's just an episode here or there that was, eh, that like that maybe just didn't have a great enough message, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. For the most part, I think the show is re- is really good. Uh, I would say great. I mean, I I don't know. I just really like this the show. I guess like the only thing maybe is I know like all the kids are voiced by kids besides uh, uh, Dade. Um, so maybe like a line here and there maybe wasn't. As well as it should. I don't know. I'm basically nitpicking, to be honest with you. I really don't have very much to, to say. Uh, I'll talk about uh, then, but the, this is, this is honestly, Harvey Beaks is the winner to me, which is uh, crazy to think. I didn't think it was going to be that way because I, I love OK Chaos so much, but I, I think this is just really a positive show that I don't have too many negatives for, but I'm curious what, uh, Peyton, you have to say for negative-wise. Um, for me, I didn't watch enough to give, like, a whole lot of negatives. I wasn't, like, I don't, the negatives I had were pretty nitpicky. Um, right. 
honestly, the biggest one was just I don't like the the sister being like evil and destructive. I just don't like that character trope. Um, other than that, honestly, the uh, uh, the the baby sister to Harvey. Sorry, I know I used brother and sister for the other guys, but I, and honestly, other than that, like I can't really say much. Um, much are you negative. Talking about, are you talking about Harvey's sister? Or are you talking about Fee Harvey? Or? Yes, okay. yeah, Harvey's sister, uh, not Fee. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just not a character trope I like. But then again, that's completely opinion. And I can't. Other than that, I don't have a lot of negatives for the show. Uh, the theme song was not as good uh, as uh, Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's one thing it does. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. Um, All right. Let's get into these these characters. So first, we have you know we have Harvey, which I, I, I love Harvey. Like him, always like trying to be more like. Courageous, trying new things, getting out of his comfort zone with his two friends that help with that, with uh, Fee and Fu, which I-, I love Fee and Fu because not only do they both have like differences, but like I-, I just how much shenanigans they get into and how they bring out a different side of Harvey and how Harvey kind of affects them in certain certain ways of him being like Harvey is very organized, very clean, uh, while Fee and Fu are very dirty, uh, <laughs> very playful, they're very energetic, while Harvey is a bl- little bit more mellow, and I, I like what he he does for his friends and uh, learns to, you know, ac- accept who they are and they accept who he is. I, I, I love seeing that because, you know, just because you have differences just because you don't like the same some of the same interests you can still have you can still be friends i i like i like that personally quite a bit and feed food they just made me laugh quite a bit <laughs> this is random moments where they'd be talking and food just have something in his mouth and just like uh so there's moments like that 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 make me laugh quite a bit, and just the I, I like the chemistry they have with their the parents as well. The parents they just try to keep them. Around. There's one joke that got me where Fee's um, said like I gotta go to the bathroom, and uh, Harvey's dad just like, no, don't go, don't. We talked about this. We talked about this, Fee. Uh, there's moments like that I, I like a lot. It, it, Harvey's parents are really funny. I, I do like Harvey's parents quite a bit or his mom was the a person that stuck it to the man a rebel in the past and her his father was like a shy nerd and i think that reflects of um harvey a bit as well as we see certain moments where he's rebellious and certain moments of his dad uh and then we have you know dade harvey's good friend who wants to keep harvey all to himself but has to learn you know to you know he can have more friends and then there's some of the other characters like claire like as Peyton mentioned who uh it's very shy uh and has a a crush for on foo and then there's uh piri piri who's a wild card she just likes a lot of a lot of things uh there's techno bear who is just a, a lady get the ladies uh <laughs> has a thing for Harvey's mom, which was weird, a weird element in this show. Uh, then there's, there's Princess, which 
there's just something about like just you can tell a grown man is voicing uh princess she reminds me of um mabel's one friend uh for gravity falls and also like lumpy space princess she reminds me of, like one of those <laughs> characters. she always she always cracked me up of you know how she thinks she's just good at everything but she really isn't good at a lot of things and uh she has to ex- accept that a lot and you know her dad's even pretty wild uh his name just being doctor um there's some other ca- couple characters like adult characters like uh um marvin or morn i think his name was who was this moth character that was into steampunk uh there was randall who randall cracked me up being a raccoon but like keeping all of the trash for like rental and having his mom uh say a lot of inappropriate things um <laughs> and there's a lot of other friends too like um uh, there was, I forget the boar's name. Um, there was a couple other friends to add to the the cast uh, that I liked. Uh, Jeremy was pretty funny. I liked Jeremy. He was the mushroom guy. Uh, Peyton, I don't know if you watched too much with him, but he was a pretty funny character. I did see a little bit of him. Uh, I remember him being in the episode where, uh, 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 I almost said KO, <laughs> where uh, Harvey puts the egg under his butt and he's like, oh, 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 it's kind of funny. I like him. Yeah, he was a funny character. I, I Just trying to be this lovable lovable guy, but just gets nervous a lot. He, he was a funny character. Um, what, what is your favorite character? What are, are some of your favorite characters? Dade, oh, hands down my favorite. Um, Honestly, surprisingly, there weren't a lot of characters. Well, there was only one character I didn't like. Uh, I mentioned it before, it was the, the baby. Um, but mm. other than that, like, I really like the dynamic that Fee and... It was Fee and Fu, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, yeah. That those guys had, uh, like I mentioned before, it reminded me of me and my sister, where they're just bros. But, you know, I love that. Uh, Dade... I don't know why I liked him as much as I did. He was just so freaking funny, and Claire being her shy self was just really cute. I like that. I don't normally I don't like that trope either, but I don't know why they just managed to pull it off really good with this one. <laughs> um, I don't. I no. After that, not a lot. Like I like Harvey. He's cool. Um, I was kind of indifferent with him because like he was like. I don't know what... So, again, this is kind of, like, nitpicky. But he was, like, the main character. So, like, I saw him and I liked him. He's a good protagonist. I don't have anything against him. I just didn't fall in love with him, if that makes sense, as a main character. Mm. Um, the parents were funny. Uh, I liked that they weren't the usual parent stereotype. Yeah. Like, they were actually just loving parents. Um, I really appreciated that. And then the grandparents, surprisingly, were really funny. Because I really like the episode where he, like, lost the pancake. <laughs> and it's like, hey, Grandpa, you were a cop, right? Yup. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, it was just really funny. And, like, the one dude with the eye patch, I don't think I got there with his backstory if they ever elate on or elaborate on that. But They don't. So they, they were going to 
for the fourth season, I know C.H. Greenblatt was going to actually develop the grand- grandfather and he was going to join like the community some more. He was going to get into uh, what happened to his wife, uh, Harvey's grandmother, which is like, dang, that sucks. Because, yeah, if anyone knew, uh, Harvey Beaks also got canceled. Uh, so they also had to come up with an ending um, as well as OKKO. So it's kind of funny that they're both together because they're both <laughs> underlooked cartoons in both of their networks. They both got canceled too soon. Ah, uh, they're um, parody. Definitely. But let's, let's talk about some of our favorite episodes. Um, what are some of your favorite episodes, Peyton? I think, like I said, the pancake one was my favorite. <laughs> That's a good one. I do yeah. like that one. And um, the Halloween episode is pretty funny, which is ironic, yeah. because I, I, like, you know, which because it revolves around the baby. But for the Halloween episode, I liked it. <laughs> it made sense. Um, and it was just freaking hysterical. Um the house gets freaking flooded and it's like oh, okay you guys are just having fun like oh my god um yeah those were those two are the standouts for me um I'm trying to think was there another one i really enjoyed a lot no the other ones i watched were pretty solid but they weren't like oh no i gotta gush over them uh, so yeah yeah. There's a lot of episodes I really liked a lot. There's one where they, um, the dad, told a story to the kids when they were sick about how he met his mom. I really liked that episode because I'm surprised you didn't mention this, Peyton. But there's a lot of like funny references to like Star Trek because like the kids keep saying like, "Oh, be in a fantasy world now. Oh, be in a." A sci-fi world now. Oh, be an apocalypse world. And oh, I don't think uh, I saw that one. I'll have to go back and watch it. Moff, um, as they're like driving in the apocalypse world, Moff does the witness me from Mad Max Fury Road. Oh no! Yeah, I gotta go back and rewatch yeah. this. Oh man! And also, it was cool to see the two of them like together, and also to see a bunch of other like references to Dragon Ball Z and a couple. Um, Lord of the Rings, a couple other things. Um, or not Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, a couple other things. But um, I think I was thinking of another, another episode because I know there was a Lord of the Rings reference episode. But um, uh, that episode I, I liked because I, I, I just like that they developed the parents for an episode. Um, episode I... Uh, other episodes I really liked are like the steampunk two-parter um developing moth as a, a character uh and getting into that steampunk like world which is a a very under underlooked fandom i don't need too many steampunk fans nowadays you you see you'll see him at a con probably but i think it was cool just to have a unique hobby like that um and just to have this musical like two-parter uh, with some some fun songs and a lot of really funny jokes, uh, and and to have you know like you know people grow far apart from each other and you know people grow up so, but you know they still could be in your life and I I liked that 
message quite a bit. Um, there was one called late, like later Dingus, I believe, where she uh, Fee uh, was pulling a prank with um, um, Baxter. Was it Baxter or Blixter? But there was there was this old man she was fr- friends with. And he passed away that episode, and she thought it was a prank at first. And then she realized, uh, she she gets to realize it wasn't a prank. He is actually dead. And seeing her have the weight of, like, his passing and giving her the note, I'm like, dang, this is, a, this is, a, this is an episode I was not expecting a Nickelodeon to talk about death as a concept. And, you know, you can live on... Uh, through that, through memories, and like I see, I, I thought that was tackled very well. Um, episodes I I really liked. I liked the the there was a talk show episode that was that was funny. I liked that episode. Uh, just for a lot, there was a lot of jokes about various like late night shows and stuff that I thought was pretty funny. And it also gave development to Princess, which was interesting. Um, other episodes are really liked um i love the the final episode of course where we get to see fee and foo's parents and we get that unfortunate sad goodbye as both of them say goodbye to harvey and you know everyone else and they leave off with their their parents and we get to see the origin of how harvey met the two of them and that 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 hit me uh a little bit hard actually i'm like oh this because it's i think everyone's had a moment where they've had to say goodbye to some friends in early life where they've had to you know either move or i mean no i won't spoil it because Peyton probably hasn't still watched amphibia oh, 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 i need to finish that's so bad uh, <laughs> But what, well, like we yeah. even see shows like that that discuss that and like you know just because you know you're you'll still have those memories of you know those those friends that will live on and you know in your adult life maybe you'll meet them again you know like I I I love you know that uh, message you know they'll live on and know your your memories and you know just sometimes you know just relationships grow apart and that's something i i think everyone can relate to so that episode was probably my favorite and also just because it was just a really great finale but also was just like dang it was a it was a very much a bittersweet finale because it just ends on a sad note but it was bittersweet i'll say because it is like hey you know you gain new friendships and you know they'll always be uh, with you, and you could always, you know, see them again. I, I like that personally. Um, so yeah, those were a lot of my my favorites. I, but um, I, I really think to talk about because we're we're gonna wrap it up here pretty pretty soon since we talked about both. Uh, shows, but I, I think for me, I think the messages personally, I think are, I think 
I think that there wasn't, I mean, both, I don't think there's a lot of messages that I could say like were awful in both. Um, but I don't think there's a lot of preachy messages as Peyton brought up or a lot of messages that just don't stick the landing. Um, and Harvey Beaks compared to OKKO. Um, I think, you know, granted, Harvey Beaks wasn't, didn't have a, like a story to it, but there were themes of like, you know, Fee and um, Fu's parents being built up to. That was something that was built up to like uh, the sister and like that's those steam, that steampunk episode, like I was saying. I just enjoyed those episodes and I did enjoy that they did have certain moments that did were still in like the like just the finger in the middle of the 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 forest the giant stone finger and the mustache on the mountain and now that's just a a can thing um i enjoyed those little moments and just a a lot of the the cast of characters um like i I even like the the cop the the set the the caterpillar cop he was he was a funny character and all these like little side characters like uh, Randy and um, Dade and like a lot of a lot of the the friends, uh, the skunk guy I thought was pretty funny. Uh, I forgot his name, but he was pretty funny. Uh, I I just like the 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 art style, the messages, and I don't know. I I, I might even like like the the characters a little bit more. Okay, chaos. If I'm being, if I'm being honest, but uh, the positives for me for OKKO, I think it just it just does its pop culture references so well. The characters are great. Um, I love the characters. I think they are are developed really well. I think it has a great supporting cast of you know side characters. I think it does have some really uh, solid messages, uh, but. With all that being said, and honestly, even though OKKO does make me laugh probably more than uh, Harvey Beaks, um, I think that being said, for what I look for as a better cartoon, I think, and just a show overall, I think Harvey Beaks personally delivers that because I think it has a lot of the things, you know, besides action that OKKO has with some messages. Um, of you know growing up and being your you know your own person and um but also both being comedic as well um i i think harvey beaks just tackles his messages a lot better than okay ko does so for me harvey beaks is the 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 winner for me um and it's sad to say because if there's one if there's one thing Peyton and i have bonded over (laughs) Thing. It's just referencing jokes from OKKO. Dude, um, it's so good. So, how, how do you feel about this painting? What, what is it going to be for you? Honestly, man, I'm going to have to agree with you, um, which I really don't want to because right. I love OKKO. But when I watched, like, I, for as much as I watched Harvey Beaks, the show was solid. There was no episode I didn't like. Like, some episodes, it, I was, like, at the worst, I was indifferent towards. Right. Which is fine. But, um, you know, no, like you said, no message that I saw didn't stick the landing. Which, OKKO OK definitely has some of those episodes. 
And I feel like the preachy episodes for OKKO OK bring it down a little bit. Well, actually, quite a bit because they are that bad. Um, but that being said, I love OKKO. OK Highly recommend everybody go watch it. Just skip those two episodes. And uh, yeah, but I think overall, as like a. How do I want to word this? OKKO OK has a lot more high points. But a lot more low points. Harvey Beaks is consistent all the way. Yeah, I think that's how. That's why it's going to beat OKKO OK for this, in, in my opinion. And that's just watching a couple episodes. I watched all of OKKO, OK and I almost right. watched it twice. So, um, so yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you on that. Seeing both both shows, I, I can say it is. It is Harvey Beaks, but you know we'll see how the the voting goes. Um, but any like final messages before we wrap up, Peyton? Any final thoughts you want to talk about for uh, both of these shows? I am Jeff Pro. That was beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Uh, man, I kind of wish I, I went first because that would have been a great end note. But I did want to say like, <laughs> to these shows are like Harry Beaks is on Paramount Plus and OKKO is on HBO Max. I think it's still on Hulu. Um, please, like honestly, watch both of these shows because I think they both I think have been dealt a bad hand at just coming out at. I think a bad time for Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. Yes, I completely agree. Cause I remember both of these shows being the ones that got turned on during the day when I was sick. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Or just, you know, home from school a day up in Pittsburgh. Like I just, when I had cable. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think yeah. they were just both overlooked shows. Um, whether that was maybe advertisement, probably the blocks they were in. Uh, and also just there was just a lot, I think they both you could tell what shows they were building because like around this time you know they were still in the height we were still in the hype of you know Steven Universe and We Bear Bears and so many other shows that I think did um, overshadow OKKO OK to an extent um, and then Harvey Beaks I know I think it was overlooked with Loud House bob and stuff like that so even though it's better than all of those but yeah i was gonna say i i, I don't know i irrationally don't like loud house but um but yeah sorry i think they were just they were just uh overshadowed shows that i think do have they do have small communities i know i i occasionally see people talking about them here and there um but I would say, you know, now that you have the option to watch all of them, you know, if you want to binge them or just watch them over time, definitely watch them. I think they both do the what they, the best they could have done by two, like, great teams um, for what they were given. Like, the fact that they were given, like, they both were going to be uh, not picked up again. They were able to both have really great endings. Um, I think that's something to say. Um, that's... You know, I, I think I think we've seen other shows that don't have great endings that do just are uh, end. 
uh, even in this uh, tournament, which we'll probably talk about. But uh, definitely watch both of these. I think they both have you know yeah. great messages, great cast of characters, and just so many great laughs uh, that you'll love, and so many references from both that you'd be like, oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. Um, so yeah, that, that's what I, I would say. Definitely watch both of these shows for for sure. Because uh, I can tell you, no matter who wins this, they are probably not going to go super far in this tournament because there's a lot of popular cartoons on this uh, <laughs> tournament, let me tell you. Yes. If you uh, do decide to watch, I just want to throw this out there real quick because I had a hell of a time trying to find Harvey Beaks. Uh, if you're Going to go watch Harvey Beaks on Paramount Plus. I don't know if it's just because it's the Xbox app or what. They they don't have the picture of the Harvey Beaks title. It's just the blank Paramount Plus rectangle. So be warned if you decide to go watch Harvey Beaks. Don't be like me and run around like a chicken with your head cut off. Like, where can I find it? And then accidentally buying it on Amazon. (laughs) Uh, yeah, definitely don't do that. But, uh, <laughs> Nathan, thank you for being being on. Hope to have you on again uh, soon. Of course, man. Thank you for inviting me. It's always fun. <laughs>